Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Uh, we will be talking to Eric Fossil. Eric Fossil is the Chief Scientific Officer of Novilla. He's also the CEO of Odin. Um, welcome, Eric. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Good to be here. So, Eric, I, I mean, you have an incredible background um, working in the, the pharma space and from a, as a researcher uh, on the academic level, as well as obviously as an entrepreneur. Um, tell us about yourself and, and your career and, and how it's evolved. It's been a long career. I'm 79 years old. I was a professor at Harvard Medical School after getting a degree in chemistry from Harvard. And I've had a lot of experience in pharma since. I find myself fortunate at this stage of my life to be in a position to work on things that really matter and have the financing behind them to make them happen. For example, Novila is working on currently a opioid replacement that shows a great deal of promise. And then Odin, we're working on a new approach to cancer therapy using the body's own immune system and a totally new approach to vaccines. All things that will make a great deal of difference if they're successful. That's amazing. I mean, uh, obviously, with everything that uh, we've been going through over the last year, um, uh, the, the, the focus of the world is on, on the, the pharma and the medical profession these days. And so it's obviously great to kind of hear the things that you guys are you, you got, you're working on. Um, tell me a little bit more about uh, the Odin and uh, what your hope is and why it's, why it's important in the medical profession today. Well, Odin is based on uh, finding that I published 26 years ago um, that a unique way of killing cancer cells. In 1994, when it was published, all we knew is we killed the cancer cells. We really didn't understand how or what the implication was. And over the last 26, 27 years, immuno-oncology and even immunology has progressed to a point where <clears throat> we now understand what we published in 2094. Uh, and that is a way we make the cancer cell kill itself from the inside out, signal to the rest of the body that it's a dead cancer cell and come and eat me, take it, take it and activate the immune system. Yeah and actually vaccinate the body against further re reoccurrence of the cancer. And when we realized how that worked, we realized that that could also be applied to vaccines. So the mRNA vaccines that are being successful now and the vaccines that have been produced for the last nearly 100 years, all are approached by very different, uh, different methodologies. And right. Uh, we really 
short circuit most of those and jump right into the key thing that those vaccines are peripherally trying to make happen, which is make the T and B cells make antibodies and uh, killer T cells. So we, we bypass a lot of the machinery of other vaccines. I can, so, so for Odin, obviously tackling uh, the hardest, the, the, the can cancer is going to be, um, I mean, that's, that's, that is the biggest challenge I think we've all, we all face in, in, in the medical profession. But tell me a little bit more about your other business, Novilla. Well, Novilla is based on uh, something I discovered 20 some years ago that uh, a way to get drugs across the skin is really to raise the free energy or make make them unhappy in their environments. So we put them into a cream or a lotion uh, where they're unhappy. And we do that currently by uh, putting them in what's called an ionic liquid or a deep eutectic solvent. And we used to do it with just plain salt, which truly sodium chloride. Now we do it with something much more sophisticated and effective, but it drives most drugs through the skin. You might know about patches. Patches work on things like nicotine and estrogen and things that have no charge on them, but most drugs are charged and won't go through the skin unless you do something like what we do. So that opens up a whole new category of things. And Novila's first project and what attracted me to come to work with Novila and license some of my technology to them was that they had the idea that if you could put a strong painkiller anti-inflammatory called Peterolac through the skin above the spine where the nerve from the pain comes into the spine, you could intercept it on its way to the brain and cause the pain not to be felt. That's important in many settings, but one of the most important one is post-surgical pain where people are exposed to opioids mm -hmm. and often get addicted to opioids as a re uh, <clears throat> result of their pain therapy after surgery. So the first drug is positioned to um, replace opioids and post-surgical pain. That's great. Um, and it, and it's, it's, it's non-addictive or? It's non-addictive uh, and very, hopefully very safe. We've achieved animal proof of concept. That is, we've shown that if we make a rat have a painful foot and put the drug on the spine above where the nerve from the foot goes into the spine, which is a, a revolutionary concept in itself, mm -hmm. the rat no longer realizes that his foot is painful. Well, anything that uh, anyone can develop and, uh, and invent to, to assist in, in uh, uh, fighting against really the opioid uh, epidemic is always going to be a good thing. And certainly any replacement is, is, is critical there. So tell me, I mean, you are, you're, you're 79 years young, as you, you've highlighted, and you're working on multiple businesses what, what brings you the most happiness on, on, on all these projects that you're working on? Well, all, all of them are pretty non-traditional approaches to old problems. And 
as I've grown older, I've allowed my mind to escape from the bounds of traditional thinking uh, and just what we used to call uh, in the old days of the 60s and 70s, blue, blue sky thinking. And the thrill of seeing success in some of these things is worth all of the effort and uh, <clears throat> resources that go into it. So uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts on all of these uh, new vaccines that are coming out for COVID? Well, I'm amazed at how well the mRNA vaccines work. I mean, that's a totally new concept that never been done before. Uh, and they did it so quickly and they're so effective. I, I was expecting the commit around 50% efficacy and was pleasantly surprised to see them in the 90s. Uh, they have problems. They have to be kept cold. They have a short shelf life. They're complicated to make and probably will never be available in the third world. The approach we're taking to vaccines doesn't have many of those problems. Uh, doesn't have to be refrigerated at all. Uh, doesn't uh, <clears throat> need even probably to be administered through a needle. And uh, there's 30% of the people in this country and more in the rest of the world that hate needles and probably won't get the vaccine because of that. So having a non-refrigerated needle-free vaccine, if we can succeed at that, would be extraordinary. Yes, I think anything that avoids needles is probably a good thing for, for most people. So yes. tell me tell me how uh, you think that uh, the pharma space uh, that you've been clearly an innovator in, um, how you think it's going to evolve over the next couple of years? Uh, I mean, clearly there's a lot of exciting things happening, but I'd be curious to kind of hear your take. I think that the coronavirus and the COVID-19 has really caught the attention of the world into what the <clears throat> possibility of uh, pharma doing. Uh, and you see that in the financial markets, the tremendous amount of money that's being poured into startups and uh, the tremendous amount of money that's being poured into um, the vaccine business. The Gates Foundation and the federal government really have stepped up and, and financed uh, the development of vaccines. Uh, well, Pfizer didn't take any government money. Uh, Moderna certainly did. And Moderna didn't have the money to do it without the federal government. So um, that's all a good thing. And I, I think that it could be coming the golden age of pharma with uh, all of the new, newly developed appreciation for what can be done. Well, that's, that's really good to hear. And, and certainly, um, Eric, uh, the companies that you've been working uh, on developing have tack are tackling two huge issues, which is you know, cancer and uh, really kind of a replacement for opioids, which is uh, spectacular. As, as we know, we need to continue to evolve in this space. Um, Eric, thank you so much for joining us today on Uncaged. Um, it's been great to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Uncaged is a show where we give a voice to amazing professionals from around the globe who are shaping the world 
of business and medicine and everything else today and mapping the path to the, to the world of tomorrow. Uh, today, we've been talking to Eric Fossil, the Chief Scientific Officer of Navilla and the CEO of Odin. Again, thank you so much, Eric, for being on the show. Um, and uh, we look forward to hearing how these things develop. Thank you.